Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of Life at Apollo podcast. Today, I'm here with our .NET tech lead. Hello Milan, thanks for joining me today. Hello Shonens, uh, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you today? How are you feeling? Ready? Uh, I'm, yes, very good, thank you. And how are you? I, w- I would say um, it's not really nice weather outside, so... The podcast seems to be a good choice for today. <laughs> yes, yes. Here it's actually sunny though, uh, but I'm ready for the podcast nevertheless. But you're not that far from Prague, am I right? Well, well, it's 60, kind of 60, maybe even a little bit more. Really? <laughs> it doesn't look like it when I'm traveling by a train there. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'll, I think we can jump to the first traditional question, and that is how long are you part of the Actum company? Uh, well, I joined uh, on 1st of August 2019, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's already over two years. Uh, I joined after about half a year break, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be my third year this year. Mm. No, actually next year. Next year on August, it's going to be my finished third year. Ah, yeah, yeah. So you're holding on. You seem to like it. Yes. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. All right. Following traditional question that I ask everyone is how did you get to your current position? What was your career journey? Uh, I was uh, hired directly by Actum HR mm-hmm. back then uh, uh, after I finished my uh, post mm-hmm. and uh, I was deciding between here in Actum and the, the second kind of candidate was uh, at Alza which was also very interesting mm-hmm. but uh, two things kind of uh, uh, won me for the Actum. Mm-hmm. It was uh, AWS because I was really interested in AWS mm-hmm. and I wanted to deepen my knowledge, let's Mm say, here. And second was the people in Actum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I got uh, to contact uh, with Alexi, with Lukáš Dvořák, Tomáš Neifel, and all those guys left in me really good uh, Mm -hmm. feeling that Actum can be a nice environment Mm -hmm. if there are such nice people. Yeah, that's that's a funny group, actually. Lukáš, Tomáš, and Alexi. Yes, yes, it was very relaxed, uh, very... um, easygoing and very funny as well. All right, all right. Um, as we mentioned, you are .NET Tech League. So what is it you actually do? What is your day-to-day work? Um, so it is uh, .NET development, mm-hmm. definitely. But I would say even more uh, it's AWS, at least for me in terms of what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Because in .NET, I'm not like super pro either, but I, I'm not really learning anymore anything useful or let's say anything groundbreaking in .NET. Mm-hmm. But for AWS, I still have some reserves mm-hmm. and I really like that I can learn new things on, in Actum for AWS area. Mm-hmm. And I, at the moment, I'm not, let's say, leading anyone yeah. because our team is very special, I would say. <laughs> uh, you are a team of leads. Everyone is yes, there. Yes. <laughs> Group of leaders. <laughs> exactly. We are self-leading individuals. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of, of course, we discuss together stuff. We 
promote each other ideas and uh, have some critical discussions but really everyone in the team mm-hmm. is uh, very skilled independent individual so uh, at the moment there is no real lead work for mm-hmm. me to do but i hope at the same time that if we will grow and i hope we will grow soon mm-hmm. or in future in actum in aws area dotnet aws mm-hmm. then i hope we will also have chance to hire let's say more uh, junior people mm-hmm. and then i possibly i will lead some people which are not as skilled as, as current people yet. as i know you uh, milan i would say that you have already some program in your mind how to train them oh i had some experience from previous work uh-huh. and uh, it's always just ad hoc stuff because uh-huh. usually the junior people always do the same mistakes uh, so I, i've been in those shoes uh-huh. already and i i hope i will be able to do the job correctly all right, all right. and uh what brought you to the dotnet and aws was it just a curiosity or uh, not really i would say it was a set of events mm-hmm. coincidences because right now I, I i could as as good be java developer let's say and work on google cloud platform and it could be equally good i believe mm-hmm. but uh, my background kind of uh, brought me here Uh, I, I started to program on high school in uh, Pascal mm-hmm. and uh, there I got really interested in programming so I went to the college of uh, programming mm-hmm. and there uh, we, we had a .NET, we had a C Sharp mm-hmm. so that's where I really, you can say, fall in love mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. .NET and I really like the, how the platform looks and I really like the language compared to others I tried before such as uh, C++ plus or pascal Mm -hmm. so i stick with it even after the college and uh, i found found my first job in dotnet environment and uh, later on as uh, i saw this uh, cloud let's say mainstream Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. i want to be onboarded as soon as possible Mm -hmm. and aws is really i would say the best at the moment Uh, best cloud provider among others. I so far I really like it. All right, all right. Don't yes, tell it yeah. to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> He will be sad. True. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, every time I watch Lukash or Paulo, I'm just thinking that you have to be really passionate about the code. Uh, the drive to build something to uh, check the functionalities because it's not really uh, visual and nice work. And it's pretty complicated, I would say, because you have to keep in mind so many things, so many possibilities that could happen. And that has to be uh, predefined. So the final product knows what to do in every situation. Yes, I would say that's correct. Absolutely. Uh, you you always need to like what you are doing mm. because as you said, it, it's a lot of moving parts. And you, especially in the new or let's say the modern uh, ways you you don't really do only code like uh, the, the business stuff but someone wants that something should behave some somehow mm-hmm. but uh, on the back end it's a good practice these days that you also manage the infrastructure mm-hmm. yourself so it's a really a lot of uh, let's say responsibilities and call if need to yeah that is like more things you have to keep in mind and be aware of definitely, <laughs> definitely. it doesn't get easier uh, 
<laughs> yes and no, because also in the past there were people divided like you will write the code, I can code and the other guy will write only infrastructure code or manage infrastructure. Mm-hmm. There are other difficulties that you need to communicate with that person. Mm-hmm. He can be your bottleneck. There is, uh, There are different problems that can occur when these responsibilities are split. So it has also uh, cons and pros, mm-hmm. but at, in general, these days the tools are really good as well. Yeah. So if you, uh, you need to read a lot, a lot of documentation, but when you follow it, uh, it's it's pretty manageable, I would say. It's not so hard and you can try it if you I already did and I gave up in a second <laughs> lesson. That's completely <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that if I had like more time to focus on and I will make it bigger priority in that time, I will probably like it. But it wasn't the first choice. So so I will leave it to you guys because you are more into it, I would say. (laughs) Yes, that's a good decision. You should do what uh, you are into. Yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, cloud mainstream, I would say that cloud is not just a trend, that the cloud is mandatory for um, many businesses and those who didn't react before uh, the COVID, they uh, experienced really, I would say, hard times and they had to adjust in really short time. Uh, well, it's true that it saves money. Mm-hmm. The transition yeah. to cloud mm-hmm. easily saves money because you you don't need so many people. You don't need to manage your hardware somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure about pandemic and how this helped. It definitely helped for digitalization in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe even for clouds as well uh, because, yeah, I mean, there are different factors that really make cloud uh, more effective mm-hmm. in terms of uh, performance and money consumption as well because the cloud cloud will also have, uh, let's say, better prices for the computing capacity you take because they have economies of scale. They can have so much... Uh, computing power that they, they the amount of money per let's say some amount of power is better than if you will just buy three servers mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. and uh, I think the company starts to see it they are they start to be less afraid of cloud mm-hmm. as something mystical and uh, they they try to experience and it. for you developers it's also better to work with cloud yes yes for me definitely it might be not best for everyone definitely as well but i like uh, multi-role responsibility that i also can be responsible for the infrastructure itself so i'm present on the all phases of the code i can write it and i can also deploy it myself Mm -hmm. and be responsible for monitoring and everything mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. So you are building your own baby. Yes, it's <laughs> and watching it grow. <laughs> exactly, you are more attached to it than if you just write some lines of business mm-hmm. code. Yeah, of course. Back to the traditional question, and that was how is your first year at Apple? It's almost the second one, but the first finished year, how was it? It was very interesting, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I was not really doing what I was thinking I will be doing. Mm-hmm. There was not much development especially in the first half of the year, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was something I never did before. It was, uh, I would say, pre-sale work. Yeah. It can be uh, not uh, classified as that. And it was a lot of analysis, which kind of I liked, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I especially liked really much that it was same for other people around me too. Mm-hmm. So 
it seemed to me that no nobody who had some role was not doing it back then because we had a new client and we needed to be super agile yeah, we sure. changed sometimes work uh, from day mm-hmm. to day or even middle of the day and we were able to help each other really fast mm-hmm. there were no obstacles everything was possible so that was really interesting to see and i think we did manage to do the job well mm-hmm. and uh, when the development started all that uh, pre-sale work uh, was uh, come to the good end mm-hmm. and we even extended our scope of work because of mm-hmm. it so it was a really nice experience to me yeah i would say it, it's a good experience to see the beginning of the partnership with with a client and uh, who else should do the research better than people who will make it actually because if it lies on business it wouldn't be as good as you know it so yeah i i like that other developers are incorporated in the sales so uh, the client knows with whom who will be working it and he also knows all the possibilities which uh, I would say I or Radek we are not able to present as as good as you do absolutely yes it, it was cooperation between uh, management and developers guys QA everyone joined and I think everyone put their best and yeah. the outcome yeah. was great and also you you get to meet the client before the contracting so you know what was the vision for a project so it's I think better starting point for the development true true I would say we had definitely uh, more insight into the problem than if it would be just uh, epic created by uh, mm-hmm. business with management and somehow translated to us in one session. Yeah, and you have to deal with it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, one last work question and then we will leave it and we will get to the more uh, personal stuff. Okay. What is your position scope? What do you like the most about it? I like the most that I think the AWS, as I already mentioned, the AWS part of the project is something that is helping me to develop myself, mm-hmm. to not stay on one place. And of course, not just AWS, but the whole, whole DevOps part of it mm-hmm. to be able to manage the infrastructure, uh, security and monitoring side of things. So this is something I really uh, like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like in future to help to expand the AWS, uh, let's say, project set in the Actum mm-hmm. and even raise the development size. I mean, the count of the teams, the people are working with AWS mm-hmm. in Actum. That would be really nice. Yeah, it's a nice goal. I like that we do have a tribes of the platforms you are working on. <laughs> Maybe we, we can do a special like game day for, for you know... <laughs> the AWS versus Azure. Yes. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Because I like that. Oh, guys, are you passionate about the platform? So, yeah, maybe we can do something like that. Uh, yes, mm. yes. We all do, I, all, I already Martin know the winners. It. it will be AWS, but <laughs> we can. Uh, why not? All right, all right. But I, I, I can, I can already see the the jerseys and the flags there. It would be <laughs> awesome. I hope Mar- Martin is listening right now, so he can get the ideas. I think he will be up to it. Yes. yes <laughs> okay, man. I think that was enough of a work for today. Okay. And let's talk about your life. What are your hobbies? Oh. Uh... 
let's say my biggest one is at the moment my uh, daughter mm -hmm. she's over one year old and she's really cute <laughs> thank you so each day is something new mm -hmm. and I, i just really like to spend time with her so that's my main hobby mm -hmm. but uh, if this is not the case if i have some time for myself mm -hmm. then i'm usually either uh, maybe playing a little bit guitar mm -hmm. or playing some games uh, follow was introduced mm -hmm. to me by martin and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, thank you for that, guys. <laughs> uh, and yeah, or I'm uh, trying to maybe educate myself a little bit, watching some YouTube streams or reading the AWS documentation as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the holy bible in the action. <laughs> yes, yes, it's necessary because new things appear. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, yeah. And I have the feeling that if you miss the month, everything is quite different so you have to catch up the technologies are changing really high speed <laughs> exactly exactly and it's not i would say it's not even possible to be on on page with all the new of things. course of course and you have so to maintain so all the linkedin posts and twitter posts <laughs> it's not possible to be in in a picture yes, all the time exactly. i already mentioned you are playing guitar how long are you playing guitar Oh, well, a few years, actually, my father taught me to play, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm no pro by no means. I would say I'm still a rookie, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But but um, you still can bring it to the office, I would say. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I heard uh, Moro is playing too, exactly. and some other guys as well. So maybe someday we can we can do some, uh, I don't know, barbecue or something and yeah, play. Yeah. Right, and uh, what do you play the most? What is your favorite kind of music you play on guitar? Um, it used to be, I would say, country mm -hmm. most, but um, these days I mostly play uh, gypsy music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did you find it? Uh, well, on on YouTube mostly, mm -hmm. but uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. we, we usually, when we are with the family, we play uh, gypsy songs or, or sing, or kind of sing them. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, how I got bonded to it, and and sometimes when I want a little bit practice, then usually I play this uh, gypsy song. Yeah, but you, but you said you are a rookie, and I would say that those songs are pretty on high speed. It's not easy to play. <laughs> yeah, and I don't play them, and I don't play them in a way that I could do some performance <laughs> either. So. All right. <laughs> but it doesn't it it doesn't mean that I can exactly uh, exactly. Enjoy it for myself. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. Okay, and you mentioned the games, so except the Fallout, do you have anything you play? Anything else? Not at the moment, mm -hmm. but uh, I plan to again play the Elder Scrolls game because I like uh, these role-playing games and there will be some new update coming mm -hmm. with some extended stuff so i would like to finally beat it once because i, I think i started that game already 10 times and never finished ah. so maybe this will be my final attempt i know those it's still there back in your head and it's yes. still like maybe this time and i feel bad because i i invested so much time in it and never finished <laughs> it. did you t take a break for a couple of months or years and then you sit back and you actually realize that you are really rusty in that And you have to have to really train for the yes, basics. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, and I forgot the story, of course, because I did not play it for years. So I need to start over again. It's a magic circle. Yeah, I have this feeling when I see my youngest brother play uh, Counter Strike. I'm like, I used to play it a lot. Now I'm watching like 
I'm not sure if I can catch up with these guys. You know, <laughs> it seems a lot faster than it used to. But I, I, I think it's not that bad. But I got really rusty and old. Yeah, I don't even attempt to play these shooter games because you really need to have good reflexes, and uh, and this is something you need to train. Yeah. Same as playing guitar, I would say it's a similar similar skill yeah. required that you really need to be um, trained for it. Yeah, but they still have a mental breakdown in a couple mm-hmm. of rows, so no, nobody is really calm playing those. <laughs> All right, do you watch some movies? Do you have some favorite movies or TV series? Which you can recommend oh well to be honest i don't have much time anymore for movies mm-hmm. uh, but i do you watch something with your daughter yes of course we watch cocomelon uh-huh, songs uh-huh. <laughs> on youtube this you know this child um, songs for the smallest ones but the movies mm-hmm. are a little bit too boring for her yeah so it's not the time yet mm-hmm. uh, but i i really can recommend tarantino movies mm-hmm. for anyone who doesn't did yet watch mm-hmm. them I'm not sure if there anyone exists yeah. but uh, yes that's, that's really good but otherwise I more like uh, watch uh, some mini documentaries on the, on YouTube and mostly about economics and stuff but uh, no full length movies really no time for that okay uh, speaking of Tarantino what is your favorite one I that cannot be said but if I would just have to pick one I guess Pulp Fiction Because it was the first and uh, there is some special feeling which I always have when I watch it. It's like unique feeling, so I, I would pick Pulp Fiction. Interesting choice. All right, we uh, mentioned the movies and TV series and now the books, the traditional one. Do you have any favorite books, any favorite writers you read instead of the documentation? <laughs> uh, not at the moment, I would say, which are not technical ones. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did read a lot actually because I was commuting years uh, first to school and then to work. So if I would have mm-hmm. just to have uh, recommend some one or two for entertaining purposes, although it might sound uh, childish, uh, I would mm-hmm. recommend Harry Potter series course, to read definitely. No, it's not childish. It's for every age. That's the books <laughs> I can read all over again. So yeah, Harry Potter is everlasting story. I, I look forward to read it to my daughter when she will be older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I envy her the first time hearing that a little bit. First time is the special one. It's true. It's true. I think I read them twice, but the second one is not so nice. And uh, second, what I could recommend, it's uh, if someone likes to travel, Uh, or he likes to have, mm-hmm. have something more entertaining. I can recommend the books from Vladislav Zibura. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure if there are also in other languages than Czech, but it's really nice uh, book about the guy who is just traveling somewhere uh, on different countries with backpack, without knowledge of the language most of the time, and just somehow interacting mm-hmm. with the people, stopping random vehicles and driving to some places. And it's really adventurous and really uh, entertaining read. So mm-hmm. I definitely recommend the series from Vladislav Zipura. You mentioned traveling. 
Did you admit to commuting or do you travel? Yes, I like to travel uh, very much actually. Right now we, I have a pause because of my daughter, Gabriela. But before I, I was doing the Camino de Santiago hike, the pilgrimage walk. It's almost across all the Spain, let's say. And then I was uh, just having some mini hikes across Italy or visiting different cities and places. So I really like to travel and see new places. And I really, really look forward to do that with Gabriela again when she will be a little bit older. I I plan to do another walk of this Camino, uh, sorry, Camino Santiago, uh, because there is like nine or ten of them, or I don't know how much, and you always start from different point, but you end up in Santiago de Compostela. It's uh, at this time I want to go from Portugal north, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's very unique experience mm-hmm. because you don't need to care about anything you just walk accommodations everywhere mm-hmm. food everywhere so you can just do whatever you want and think about the stuff you need uh, so it's very uh, almost meditational mm-hmm. stuff and of course religious if you are up uh, into religion for me it was more like personal clearing your head exactly okay so that depends on the route you choose you choose the difficulty of that Yes, yes. Some of them are easier because it's flat terrain, let's say. Some of them uh, go mountains, beach, mountains, beach. Mm-hmm. So you always go up or down. And also there are different lengths of them. And you also can start oh, from nice. the middle if you want. Some people are doing it uh, like sections. So I know one uh, mm-hmm. woman... She did it like on 10 uh, sections. So each year she did uh, around 100 kilometers because that's what she managed in uh, one Mm. week of holiday. And then she went back and... It's okay, but do it in week in a row. I'm not sure how my feet will be feeling. That's Mm. true. If, If you have only one week, then because your feet kind of adapt, but it takes few days or weeks uh, but yeah, the first days when you are not used to it mm-hmm. can be painful that's true right and uh was this your favorite destination or you have something else you like to return to um i think the most i liked istanbul mm-hmm. when i was in istanbul because it's not particularly there is nothing like top mm-hmm. not top views not top food nothing is best mm-hmm. of the best but except maybe the people mm-hmm. and the, the, the atmosphere I, I, I got there, the mm-hmm. feeling, everything together combined uh, makes it really enjoyable place mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the weather is also usually very good. Yeah. Uh, the food for me was really good. Prices are fine, uh, people are the best. Mm-hmm. So that's the place uh, I would like mm-hmm. to visit again. Maybe southern part of the Turkey will be similar, I hope, closer to the Mediterranean. So I'm looking forward to coming. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we can link the tips for roots. And also, if you can probably, maybe we can pick like three places you like in Istanbul. We can think Uh that. All right. Okay. I think I tortured you for long enough. So there's the final question. And that's if you have any wisdom or anything you want to share with our audience. I'm not sure I'm the right person to do these things, uh, but in that case, I would choose uh, to uh, say that uh, the one 
should follow his desires and aim high and do not fear to fail because uh, usually when you fail you fail but you can recover from it but you never can undo or let's say redo what you did not done you wanted to do and that stays with you forever so i would say be brave aim high and follow your desires and from the failure you learn so that's the experience no one can take from you so yeah agree all right milan so as i said we will definitely link all this mentioned by you in our instagram and we will do the reading list as well anyways thank you milan for the closing message once again thank you so much for joining me today it was wonderful thanks to you thank you for hosting me and as well next monday you can listen to milan's top 20 playlist i hope guys you are looking forward as i do i wish you all excellent rest of the week and stay tuned for the next episode bye 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 thank you Thank you.